0: Like Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Anthony Irwin.
1: Like this guy here. His name is Fagan.
0: Harrison
1: Fagan. Welcome everybody to the I Loathe Basketball Podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin, as always, joined by Harrison Fagan. Harrison, uh, the Lakers squeezed in a five-game winning streak between the last time you and I spoke on the show. It could have actually been the I Love Basketball Podcast, but no, now it has to return to being the I Loathe Basketball Podcast.
0: Wait, were all five of those games between the last time you and I talked?
1: I hope so. I'm just going to roll so, with it. That's
0: not, that's not, Like, if, but, uh, like wise, it, that does not feel possible.
1: If it was, if it, if they weren't, they maybe won like a scattered one or two yeah, games like two, okay. before. So it didn't really become a streak. And then the streak ended. And now you, now, you know, here you and I are talking about how much we, we loathe basketball. So it actually yeah, works well, out like shouts to the Lakers.
0: Thanks, Lakers, for saving our very uh, well-crafted branding up in the corner up there, Uh, you know, with the V-E crossed out, A-T-H-E replacing it. It Just really, like, bang up graphic design is my passion stuff from Anthony. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, you actually led me into something I wanted to talk with you about on the show today anyway. I I guess we Uh can just start with this. I I know we're going to talk about LeBron and all that stuff, but, you know, um, Edwin, our recap guy, the the man who perhaps – no one suffers more when the lake is yeah. terrible or you i think know, he like,
1: actually has the worst job on our site
0: okay i'm not gonna say that i just dis- i think that every job is equally important um no
1: no, no no no, no. And, important it's it's a very important job i'm just saying like of the jobs i would be least interested in doing recapping all of these fake comebacks <laughs> is way up there well, real, real real high
0: I mean, that says something about your work ethic, but we don't have to touch on that. But,
1: we know what uh, my know, work ethic Edwin,
0: is. Edwin asked me mid-recap at one point. This was just like <laughs> incredible stuff. He's, this is in the middle of like, like, why? a tight game. He just throws in a question here, just squeezes it in. of like, how many games in a row would the Lakers have to win for us to rename the show? And I said 10. <laughs> I said, like, I'm not... I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to do this thing where we just keep renaming the show every five games or whatever because they had a hot streak. Like, it's got to be 10. If they win 10 in a row, we will change it back from, or, or they make a trade that we're excited about. Um, we will change the (laughs) name again. Those are, those are the, those are my barometers. I don't know, like, kind of where you're at. You know, I
1: I love the concept so much. It's not even necessarily our relationship to basketball. It's just like the way that you and I have been talking about this for long enough. Like I remember it was one of the Lakers lounges that I did. I think Edwin was on there and Raj was on there. Aaron had to leave and it was just the three of us talking after the show. And I told them how like you do this long enough and you see how the sausage is made for long enough. And you, you, your relationship to the sport starts to really change and seeing as you and I have been doing this, like, you know, our careers are, are linked and really coincide. We've gone through that transformation together. So, like, I loathe basketball. The Lakers could be great, but I think we could still maintain I loathe basketball. Like, <laughs>
0: Disagree. I still love basketball. I don't always love, I I often loathe Lakers basketball, uh, yeah. you know, over the last several years. but Maybe um-
1: that'll be the next edit. Like, yeah. I'll, like <laughs> I'll create a little bit of space between loathe and basketball on the logo. I do not
0: believe that you have the graphic design capacity to do that.
1: Me neither. But <laughs> hey, we could see. We could see how it goes.
0: <laughs> Let's just make this thing uglier and uglier until it's unreadable.
1: Um, all right. Like you said, though, we are going to be talking today. I've noticed this real theme, this real narrative we were originally going to have the definitive Russell Westbrook conversation um, and update the, the definitive Russell Westbrook conversation. We were going to do that. You did agree to it. Um, no, I but then I, I messaged you this morning and I said, hey, I think this is a more kind of prevalent topic right now in um, the reaction that people have been giving to LeBron's real quick media tour that he went on the last week or so. Um, and, and
0: the voluntary and involuntary media tour.
1: Yeah. But like even the, (laughs) the involuntary one seemed the most like (laughs) it it seemed the most, the involuntary one felt the most voluntary. Like he, he, he sounded the most prepared for the, for the scrum question compared to the, the scripted stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I, I've really noticed this, this kind of reaction to it. Um, among a lot of people, Lakers fans and non Lakers fans alike. Um, and even like, this is even crossed over into like non basketball fans. Like the people who know what I do for a living will message me every so often. It's like, Hey, this LeBron stuff is crazy. Like he knows he traded for Russ, right? Like he, and, 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 and it's been I mean, kind you don't of need inter-
0: to read your dad's text to you on air.
1: <laughs> Dad doesn't know how to text. Um but but like he yeah I've I've found it really interesting how for lack of a better term invested people have seemed in reminding LeBron in some weird way that he was the one who pulled the trigger on the Russell Westbrook trade and I think there's a lot to get to here um and and like by extension Those the the, the people who are holding that or having that reaction seem again invested in LeBron in some weird way deserving to be stuck in the situation that he's in. And I just, I find, I find it all really fascinating. I kind of want to start this though, like from the beginning. And I think this is, this to me is the fairest point that these, that I don't, I don't want to keep saying these people, but like, the the people who are who seem invested in in holding LeBron personally accountable for the Russell Westbrook trade, um, I think the fairest point that can be made here has nothing to do with Russell Westbrook. I think it has more to do with choosing to come to the Lakers in the first place for reasons that reasons that extend beyond basketball. Because the organization that he was coming to when he when he signed as a free agent um, back in what was that. 2000.
0: It was 2018.
1: Yeah. T- yeah. So back in 2018, that was an organization in flux. Like
0: there as,
1: as people, I think Anthony, this is the. Fi-
0: how dare you? Magic Johnson had brought stability back to the Lakers organization at that point. Okay. He went to LeBron's house. He said, hey, that, that, that meanie Jim bus is gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, that we are boy serious. scout
1: Mitch Kupchak gone.
0: Yeah. We are willing to, we are one. We're willing to tamper. We will tamper for you. <laughs> And number two, you know, I will I will leak every single trade offer that we make uh, so that teams know that we are open for business and yeah. like so that fans can know kind of what we're up to. i going to be fully yeah. transparent with the fan base um, about what's just going handing on.
1: my phone over to a certain beat reporter,
0: like yeah, just, yeah. just
1: giving him my giving him my account, giving him three, my phone number.
0: I went to Adam Silver CBA school, you know, so I'm <laughs> like I'm I'm ready to I know the cap and all the rules. So uh, Lakers, every every Lakers, single one of them. The Lakers were stabilized post Jim Bus. You know, like Genie came in on her dragons. Uh, <laughs> burned out all the evil people, <laughs> and uh, you know, everything was good. Uh, one
1: quick one quick note though. One quick asterisk to uh, Magic's um, spiel there. Rob was in charge of all of the bird rights lessons. That was that was all Rob, and clearly. Honestly, were not the last couple of
0: years it. would make more sense if Magic was in charge of the bird rights part. And <laughs>
1: he just, he left and took all yeah. of that information away with him. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I that's the part that like when you're talking about, you know, the bed you make and how the decisions that you make can lead you down certain paths, right? Choosing to be a Laker... and look, this is this is you and I, both Lakers fans saying this, it kind of sucks to say it now that we've kind of found this out the hard way. But like It turns out when you go to an organization that doesn't have all its ducks in a row that operates in the suboptimal way that the Lakers do and have operated, um, like this is when you do that, yeah, you might have some success and the Lakers did, they won that championship. Right. But, um, when you, when you, when you tie the end of your career to an ineffective or inept organization. And continue to extend with that organization. This is like this is one potential downside, right? Is 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 the way that this is all played out? So like the Russell Westbrook trade to me, I I feel like is kind of you know getting lost in in the minutia of how things have gone. It's the most nth degree example of that ineptitude showing itself. But I think to me the the bigger misstep here was LeBron coming to the Lakers in the first place. Like that, as soon as you do that, as soon as you do that um, and you do it very clearly for reasons that extend beyond basketball, that's where you open yourself up for criticism. That is being the criticism that is being levied against them right now.
0: I'm going to push back on that a little bit because, uh, you know, sometimes I do think that you need to be reminded um, you know that the Lakers did win a championship mm-hmm. in 2020 mm-hmm. and LeBron while the reasons that he came here may have extended beyond basketball you know like there were it's like when any of us make decisions it's not any one reason that we take a job that we you know want to move our family somewhere or whatever like it's always sort of a variety of reasons when we make these major life decisions and yeah for sure like you know it seems like he and his family really enjoyed Los Angeles wanted to be out here I think for his business interests it was better but the Lakers at the time, you know, we can joke about the, you know, stable organization and Magic mm-hmm. Johnson bringing competence back to L.A. before <laughs> yeah. quitting to tweet more, less than a year later, um, you know. Uh, After picking but, up
1: a huge fine for tampering and yeah, yeah, you know, working oh, part-time. I,
0: I, we got to remind people, the tampering fine was technically Rob Polinka. You know, Magic That's did go on point. TV and he did the wink, but it was Polinka's emails to Paul George's agent that got them dinged for tampering. So,
1: <laughs> um Oh, and Paul, Rob is still here with the Lakers. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but, you know, never mind. All that aside, you know, yeah. there were basketball reasons to come to Los Angeles. No, LeBron did not, you know, in retrospect. I think it's pretty clear that LeBron did not come because he thought the Lakers' young core was so promising. And he wanted to play, and he wanted to raise them. And, you know, he <laughs> wanted to play with, uh, I think he called him Big Zubac uh, in his, like, first interview. Um <laughs> Uh, But, you know, that was not the reason why he wanted to come, but the Lakers did have a lot of assets to make moves and improve the team. You know, what is the LeBron life cycle of teams where, you know, he goes somewhere and they sort of, you know, they, they go all in, they go all in, they go all in, unless they're the Lakers, you know, this year Um, they go all in and they go all in, you know, in uh, Cleveland. That was the thing the first time in Miami, that was the thing, you know, by the end of the Miami run, they're out of assets. Like they, you know, it's like the, it's one legged Mike Miller, and, like Dwayne Wade and Mike Miller have one functioning, uh, two functioning legs between, <laughs> the two of them yeah. um you know it's just like there's no it's more like a room super for weird hacky sack Everyone. run <laughs> yeah U- udonis haslam is somehow already 48 years old at that point um you know it's just <laughs> e- e- that had was kind of falling apart. And, you know, you look up at Cleveland, it's like, okay, they got Kyrie. They got the number one pick that we can trade for Kevin Love. They got mm-hmm. a bunch more draft picks that we can use to acquire role players. Jr. Smith, Timothy Mozgov, you know, these guys like, you know, making runs throughout the years. And then when Cleveland was sort of out of assets, he moved on and he went to another place that had sort of like enriched its soil by burning the whole thing down. And then LeBron is yeah. there to kind of fertilize and bring up the trees and, you know, raise another banner. Uh, and mm-hmm. so he did, there were legitimate basketball reasons for him to come here in the in the Lakers assets that he could use to build another winner around himself and uh, you know uh, that ended up working out in 2020 so like I don't want to sit here and just be like LeBron deserves to be on a shitty team now because he likes LA weather because like I also like LA weather and I'm not willing to have people be like well you should have to live in you know like a one-bedroom apartment your whole life uh, because (laughs) you know you like LA weather You have two bedrooms. Yeah, I do, but. (laughs) Um,
1: No, all right. I I guess I should have added to that. Like, I think that's the fairest criticism of 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 like, there, like i'm not gonna say that lebron era came
0: here for basketball reasons but there, there there were a multitude of reasons yeah and well, some of but, them did include basketball and being able to recruit other stars to los angeles and mm-hmm. that you know stars like anthony davis and russell Westbrook. I
1: leonard and no um but like i i i want to be clear like as I, as I offer up that criticism, I think that's the fairest
0: criticism, no, you, but you, I, you're, jo- you're joining, you're joining right in the, in the bubble asterisk talk. Okay. I am not, Plenka, I'm not sitting biggest here. biggest bubble fraud believers in the world. Yeah. I'm not sitting here like angry
1: at the fact that LeBron came to the Lakers and won a championship. I want to be absolutely clear. I loathe basketball. Don't get me wrong, but I don't hate it that much. <laughs> like, that, that's not, that's not how this is actually going down. Um, I'm just saying, like, I, I think people get too focused on the Russell Westbrook stuff. I think I think people get, for one, for for like the other part of it too, and we're gonna get to that here in, in in a little bit. Like, people get so focused on the Russell Westbrook stuff, and they 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 remove any and all nuance behind the Russell Westbrook stuff that I think they mistell the Russell Westbrook trade story. Um, and and we're gonna get to that here in a bit, but like, like if if we're gonna talk about again. A bed that LeBron has made, like it, it. It turns out that yeah, LeBron saw LeBron saw a bunch of, of young and promising prospects. He saw the Lakers had a bunch of picks at, still at their disposal. Um, eventually, they you know he knew obviously that Anthony Davis probably was. I, I would imagine because of his link via Clutch to Anthony Davis. I'm sure he knew that AD was was looking. Outside of that New Orleans organization for for other other options,
0: um, like I, I mean, he AD saw did hire Rich Paul like several months after LeBron signed in Los Angeles, yeah, so so like I, I
1: I think it's I think it's possible that that like yeah LeBron LeBron saw like you I, I think the Cleveland example the second time over is is a really good example here where he saw the dominoes kind of lining up for himself and 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 in a way that he could you know, apply some pressure and, and hit that first domino. And maybe at the end of those, the, that, that line of dominoes falling, he could have a championship. Um, similarly to Cleveland though, I don't think LeBron has a very, and, and he's a player, right? He's a player with a finite amount, amount of time in the NBA.
0: Although <laughs> maybe not, maybe out. he's the first yeah. player without that, know. <laughs> you know, most <laughs> most right. guys do with <laughs> LeBron. Who knows? Um, but like we're gonna be here in 20 years talking about 57 year old LeBron and how much it can he uh can he keep this up, you know?
1: Yeah, right. Uh, he's gonna be like, where's where's the next like string of dominoes? Is it back in he's, Cleveland? Like no, it's he's like,
0: he's he's playing with Bronny the third, um, you know, in in Los Angeles again. And uh <laughs> just like he's like, you know, just playing with my grandson, that'd be a dream come true. I just really want to make that happen. <laughs> but like um I, I think like LeBron being a
1: player and, and having that finite amount of time in the league and certainly a finite prime, um, like he I don't think he he looks at like he I think he sees the plan up to championship and doesn't necessarily see the plan after the championship. And it's easy for him because he can just be like, Well, I'll just go. Like I'll just I'll go to the next place, you know? And, and again I, I don't I don't I don't offer that up as criticism I, I just think that's the trend of how all of these things have played out he shows up they 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 use all of their assets to win as many championships as possible and then when there's when that organization is stripped of assets LeBron's like all right where else has assets where else where, where else makes sense to go and 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 replay the same movie um, Space jam 3 still, you know, we're not quite positive when, when they're going to start production on it. Um, but, like, I actually.
0: Think- I you know, I'm, my sources are telling me it's going to be a uh, Disney Plus original series. Uh, they, <laughs> they really want to flesh out the character arcs, just like give it a full 10 hours, you know? Yeah. Just fully. We can get to no bugs, and, you know, I, I don't even think that could leave. Wouldn't it? would it be Disney, an right? HBO Max series? It yeah, I think it would Plus. be, although, you know, maybe they'd sell it because they're broke now. They're it, <laughs> HBO Max is like the Lakers of streaming services. They're just like, <laughs> HBO they're just like shutting down projects for tax reasons. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, they're like, you know, we already got this whole Batgirl movie film, but if we just don't release it, we can write it off on our taxes.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> literally what they're doing. Wow. Well, yeah.
0: Um, I think if I'm going to take what you're saying, and maybe I think the fairest point from that to me is, you know, not that you chose to be in Los Angeles, whatever, like LeBron chose to be in Los Angeles when it seemed like they were, there was a chance that they were going to continue to go all in. Every indication that we've gotten is that they were continually promising him that, yeah, yeah. we're going to keep going in all in on you. As recently as this summer. Yeah, as recently as this fall, Um, you know, uh, live in a press conference, Um, you know. (laughs) Uh, that Rob probably regrets uh, being so strong about now, uh, while <laughs> mansplaining the Steppian rule. But the, maybe the <laughs> maybe the kind of fairest point from all that is, you know hey man like you kept you keep extending and even the first extension it was like okay yeah they had just won a title like that's i think a fair extension to give them you know hey they did what they said that they would do they went all in they paid quote unquote too much for anthony davis and yeah we can debate the merits of that trade and we're not going to do that on today's pod but there were a lot of people that felt that way but they did that for lebron they got him the co-star they got the result first extension totally fair go ahead like you know Mm -hmm. uh, they
1: nobody was was, nobody was questioning the extension when he signed it not a single person
0: no it seemed like a win-win for both sides and now you know it's the one that you can maybe criticize as not being about all basketball you know where the sort of the point that you're making is this one because it's like look you know lebron can talk as much as he wants about how he wanted competitive basketball he wanted that he wants this and that and he you know losing basketball is not in his dna but like dude you signed the extension about 10 days after it would have made you trade yeah. eligible this season. If, you know, if having leverage over the Lakers and being able to hold their feet to the fire to compete and you didn't have, you know, after last year, it's not like there was a whole lot of reason for him to trust yeah. the word of the front office that like, Hey, we're going to do what we're saying for you. And, you know, we definitely are a partner with you and not someone people have who's him trying to like, blame you so that we can get our own extensions, yeah. um, you know, for bad moves.
1: Rob Palenka is Lucy you know, holding the football and he's just like, all right, this time this time I'm going to be able to kick it they're actually yeah. going to do the thing
0: yeah Rob's going to hold it in place uh, he's, he said <laughs> that he's going to protect my legacy while I'm kicking this football um, yeah and caretake this football all the way to the all the way to the field goal you know <laughs> Whoop. yeah um, but and like then LeBron and then LeBron is injured and Rob's like okay well we can't call in um, yeah I mean,
1: football, LeBron sorry, you literally fine. can't like, kick a football right yeah. now
0: you have you a sore foot a football that I keep moving um, yeah but
1: but like i the the extension part of this too that i've been kind of laughing at as like a retort to hey the extension this most recent extension wasn't all about basketball was well he wasn't sure that he was going to be able to at the at age 38 get a full max from wherever was offering up and now when he signed it fair when he signed it, like at the time, nobody had cap space at that time, and certainly nowhere that he would have wanted to go and and actually play for. Um, nobody had that kind of cap space to offer him a max.
0: But again, like even there, well, no, he it, wouldn't have been a free agent until next summer, and like this coming summer yeah. anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, but like, and and like, I, I think that's where like this extension. Um,
0: and Cleveland at that time, or actually I think they had already made the Mitchell trade. Um, and so they weren't going to have cap space anymore, but originally they were kind of the looming one as we saw at the all-star break last year.
1: Yeah. I I guess, I guess what I'm saying is like this notion of holding, signing an an extension and then figuring out everything else later. Like that's how every star in the NBA is doing it. So if you're holding that against, if you're holding that against LeBron, then I'm like, That seems kind of inconsistent with how business appears to be done in the NBA, and maybe we're seeing a shift. And we actually are, right? But like, I think the thing that people have a bigger problem with are the guys guys who are signing.
0: Become a trendsetter in demanding a trade before the extension even takes effect. (laughs)
1: Before it kicks in, yeah, yeah,
0: before (laughs) it kicks in. But like, I like
1: I think I think where we're. like where I think the it, it it does look a little gross are the people are the guys who are signing like four year extensions and then in year one of a four year extension they're like all right guys this sucks I don't want to be here anymore um, but in this case it's like it's a it's a one in one extension it's it's like it's yeah. a, an extension that he'd be it'd be pretty easy for him to get out of anyway. Um, he just wanted to line up that those finances and, and get that figured out. I don't really hold this extension against him. I,
0: and-, and it also, it perfectly lines his free agency up, I believe with the, uh, with the brawny draft. And so, if Bronny you know, gets drafted
1: in that, in that, year,
0: if yeah. he gets drafted, Yeah. The first, the first possible Bronny draft as of right now. And so maybe yeah. there is like a little bit of cleanness to that of, Hey, let me just, you know, make sure that I, you know, have money. If God forbid, like, you know, some injury happens or whatever, like I can still lock in that max money the next year, whatever it may be. Um, but you know, I also have the freedom to go somewhere else if I choose to.
1: Yeah. Um, so I, I think here's where we start discussing the Russ aspect of this, right? Um, because, like, I, I I wrote it somewhat in jest the other day uh, that, that like, Rob Polinka has been more focused on explaining how he wasn't responsible for the Russell Westbrook trade. He's been more invested in doing that than, than like, actually trying to fix the Russell Westbrook trade. Um, like, he did, he did really spend, and the Lakers did really spend all of last year as soon as it was going south, explaining that, hey, just a heads up, everybody, that was Clutch's idea. That was those dastardly superstars who wanted to line up when we wa- We wanted the good, we wanted a nice, good shooter in Buddy Healed. We wanted a nice, like, nice role player who fit in. Sure, it's not how we've done business at any point since or before then, but we really, really, really wanted this really nice, steady role player. That's what we were. Fo- that's what we were focused on. In, 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 in using our. Which, by the way, like if the Lakers would have used uh, Kuz, it would have been Kuz, Trez, and a first right for for Buddy Heald.
0: I believe that is correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, that still would have been a shit trade. <laughs> like, <laughs> that still wouldn't have been great. Like Kuz is still a better player than Buddy. Montrez is getting minutes in Philly, and yeah, you're still you using a first rounder time? on him, huh?
0: Would you? Have no, no. Said no that I'm at saying, I'm saying,
1: I'm saying, like having having seen how this has played out okay. here with the Rush Raiders is, is your, significantly your worse. Is number
0: one hater. I was not. <laughs> I don't know where I got that from. I was saying that it, it seemed. I encourage like... anyone listening to Anthony walk this back right now. Go listen to any of his pods with Christian from the title year, from the years after. Anthony was Coos's number one hater. I believe at one point you said like, "What what NBA skill is he good at?"
1: Nope, that was Ingram. That was okay, glad
0: you admitted that. Thanks for admitting <laughs> that on the
1: record. But like, no, That's I what we call I like I liked Coos. As a 3 and D wing player, I just didn't think, and as we have found out in Washington, he wanted to play that role much longer. And I also thought that Anthony Davis wanted to play power forward. LeBron wants to play power forward, is best at power forward. Kuz is best, technically, at power forward. And it made it difficult to play those three guys together. And and finally, like I, I, I thought, and I said at the time, like, I thought that Kuz would welcome a trade out of LA, not that he wanted to be traded from, from the Lakers, but I think he would have welcomed and did welcome a trade to go and expand his game somewhere else. And that, that's kind of how it played out. I just think like, given what we've seen coups to turn out to be trading coups for buddy Heald still wouldn't have looked very good mathematically at this point. Like if had that played out the way that it did, Lakers would be better and they wouldn't have the albatross of Russell Westbrook's contract. So it would have been easier yeah. to, 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 to improve beyond that. But, but yeah, I, the, the, the coups and trades and, and have a have first for concerns, buddy Heal at
0: least were like, okay, maybe you overpaid, but this yeah. guy still fits, fits pretty damn yeah. well with LeBron yeah. and AD and all of that.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, this notion that again, people from whether we want to say Rob specifically, but certainly plenty of people from, uh, we'll say Jeannie's camp, right? Because it's, it, it sadly has seemed to have. You know, devolve into Genie's camp versus Clutch, um, in 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 how this like kind of strife within the Lakers is playing out. Um, certainly, people from within Genie's camp were very invested in in making it known that it was all Clutch who wanted Russ, and that's just not true. It's it just is is flatly untrue. Um, at the and, and and by the way, if it was true. Uh, then, then you're just admitting that Rob Polinka was a sucker <laughs> who, who, like, who just got, like, who got played and got forced into making this trade that he didn't want to make. So I don't like there is no version of this that it, like, that, that looks good for Rob either.
0: Yeah, I don't want to belabor this point because I do feel like we've had this like a similar discussion before but yeah you look at no, two things. you look at the list of players that Rob is linked to every single year you know they look a lot like Russ you know, in terms of point guards and the types of guys that he has interest in and that we constantly are hearing the Lakers link to at various trade deadlines in terms of veterans and point guards and all this stuff. Like this has been a consistent theme of finding, you know, an all-star type playmaker to be alongside LeBron or maybe not all-star, but a score first type playmaker that can take ball handling burden off LeBron. And maybe some of that was LeBron driven, but we also know based on roster construction and all of this stuff that Rob likes star power and he likes buckets. And so, you know, <laughs> he uh, like uh,
1: to well, act and, like and Russ was like, like personally like signed off on by Kobe there
0: to act yeah and to act like and we talked about this last week the Rob like press conference with Russ and stuff like that like it's laughable the idea that he had no interest in acquiring Russ now maybe LeBron helped drive that decision but also and this is the second point is you know again you're the GM. If it's your job to protect the franchise and you think that this is such a bad move that you need to spend the next year just, like, telling your superstars to sit in it and blaming them and absolving yourself from it publicly at every opportunity, then, you know, like, you have to stop them from doing that, you know? Like, that's your job. Yeah. That's the whole thing. If you're you're the guy that, like, hey, I'm supposed to just kind of execute the moves and help the stars out and be the facilitator whatever like then that's your job like as the kind of protector of the franchise and the guy that's just kind of in charge of making the moves uh being the pasta strainer basically and letting the good stuff go through and sort of mm-hmm. protecting the franchise from the bad ideas like that that was your job to stop that then you know the idea like the idea that Rob was so against buddy healed but you know made the decision in 10 minutes or so against Russ but made yeah. the decision to go away from his former client buddy healed in 10 minutes while there Waiting for Montrezl Harold to fax in his opt-in paperwork to the league is, you know, like you just have no conviction. Then, if that's really true, yeah. Well, and and, and that's arguably more damning, right? I, I think I,
1: I think that's probably objectively true. But I think I think Rob's convictions don't lay in anything basketball related. I think his convictions lay in power, like his. Yeah, he he he. You know, it's it's the uh, it's the chaos is a ladder line from. From Game of Thrones, right where, and I actually have the clip, but it, now it's too late to actually play. But like, I, like, where, where, you know, while Magic was there, Rob was going around asking people, "Hey, have you guys seen Magic? Where's Magic? Like, have you? I, or where's Magic? Has Magic been in this? Yeah. What, have you have seen you guys Irvin? Seen? Yeah. So like, clearly, Rob was positioning himself to move into the power vacuum that would be there after Magic left. If you um, we were in, magic- in person
0: offices, I would spend one day just walking around, uh, like asking people if they had seen you. Just every room, walk into it. Where's Anthony? It'd be like a,
1: it'd be a one month. Or, no, it'd be funny to see like us passing each other in the halls, asking people where each other are.
0: I'm going <laughs> to start doing that in various Vox Slack rooms today. Has anyone seen Anthony in here? Is he online?
1: Is he hey, doing a job? I've been trying to message Anthony. I can't find him anywhere. Um, <laughs> But like, like, this is this is how Rob appears to operate and like, like, yeah, he's, if, if what, if what he's there to do is to remain employed, he's one of the best in the business at doing it. But like, if, if what he's there to do is to continue to run the Lakers, then he's not very good at it because like either he has poor instincts and was in on this rust trade too, or he has no conviction, was able to and allowed himself to get trampled, by Le- LeBron and AD and, and and the rest of Clutch as they try to trade for Russ. So like yeah, like I, there is no version if, of if this that, like
0: if LeBron actually tried to call a trade into the league, I don't think they would greenlight it, you know? If he's just like <laughs> yeah, Yeah, no, he he just like, yeah, I I got Ted on the phone, he's agreed to send me Russ. Uh just I don't I don't have the paperwork here or whatever, but Adam just like, you know, can you fill that out for us? Just make it happen, let let Woj know. Um yeah. but like and and
1: I don't know. I, I think that the last part of this Russ trade that I think needs to be hammered home is that at the very least, LeBron has acknowledged, yeah, that, that was a screw-up. That was, this is not working, you know? And um, you still see Jeannie running victory laps now because Russ is, like, coming off of the bench via leak. She's She's, like, she's out there saying... You know, I really wanted to keep Russ this year because maybe, just maybe, he would work coming off of the bench. Um, yeah, Russ
0: has fit in so well that, you know, they have to make a smaller move. They can't They can't. Yeah. They can't lose that.
1: Right. And now, apparently, like, they, they, they can't trade Russ because he's a superstar and you don't want to p- piss off that superstar. That's the one yeah, that you don't want that's, to piss
0: off. That's the one that you don't, like.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, think, I think like the last point on this rust thing that, that I don't see made very often when I, when I see people claiming that like LeBron deserves to write out this rust contract is like, look, every other bad trade that has been made, if a team is invested enough to unmake it, it gets done. You know, like it, this idea that the Lakers have never at any point had any options here is ridiculous they had they had the trade for, for Buddy Hield and Miles Turner was at the one yard line reportedly over the summer. That was essentially a done deal. Um, and now Dave McMenamin is saying that some people are are, are in, from the Lakers organization um, never thought that Washington was as or uh, Indiana was Indiana. as close um, as as it was reported, which fine. That's but that's additional context that said or whatever. That
0: they thought that Heald and Turner would be Lakers when they got back from their long weekend. Right, uh, right. So, right. so you know. like
1: this, i this idea that like the Lakers have never had any outs here. They might have been painful, and like, yeah, like using a first rounder to get rid of a, a guy that it took a first rounder to get, like that does suck. And and Two in terms rounders. of asset, what? Oh, yeah. I yeah, guess I it was a. Yeah. It, it was a. Yeah. Um. So like you know, Russell Westbrook costing the Lakers in essence three first rounders over his time here is a brutal blow and was a bad trade will always go down as one of the worst trades in, in Lakers history. But Rob like Palenka,
0: again, should be writing thank you notes to Tim Connolly every day. Uh, like he,
1: <laughs> yes, he really should. Although, although I look, Tim Connolly might've screwed up the entire market around the NBA. Nobody's willing to make any trades that aren't that. <laughs> like, it's
0: unbelievable. John Collins is like the, set the market family. back decades. <laughs> it's just like, crimes against the trade market everybody every single gm round pick for eric gordon it's just like no (laughs) stop it no the best was the
1: best was the knicks floating out that they were expecting a first rounder for cam reddish and then like weeks later being like you know what (laughs) yeah you know we'll take two seconds it's
0: fine i even in this market we are not unreasonable you know (laughs)
1: Cam Reddick's is like, look what Gobert got. It was like, Cam, have you seen yourself yeah. play?
0: I saw someone <laughs> saying that like they wouldn't take the just one because they need to get back a second one that they lost for the Brunson tampering investigation. You know, <laughs>
1: yeah, right? <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I I think that this point here though that that like at at the very least LeBron in his own way like he's never going to come out and like explicitly say. That's a whoopsie, right? That's not that's not something LeBron is ever going to come out and say. But in his own way, he has said, "Look, the trade happened. This isn't working." And according to that piece from Sam Amick, everybody knows what the fuck
0: should happen now. You know, like yeah. this is this is and and I and I think like LeBron, while he was sprinting to the team bus, uh, you know, <laughs> he uh he got that out there. I
1: love the idea that it was like it did didn't Sam say it was like twenty feet away that he yelled it so yeah, everybody in a twenty foot radius. Like
0: away. Yeah, <laughs> I choose to imagine that Rob Polinka was just was like twenty five like feet Jim away. Jim like, was just off to the pal- no, he's just off to the side, like behind a car, and he hears that <laughs> and he's like, just like looks around, uh, looks yeah. around a jeep, like he's like, did he really just <laughs> yelled at like is somebody <laughs> around like. <laughs>
1: see i like i like the idea why that, is he like, yelling that
0: oh oh sam hey what's up
1: no i i i picture rob hearing that and like running in the opposite direction with his hands over his ears just like I, sorry ah!
0: yeah <laughs> as far as the as far as the rust stuff goes maybe like mickey LeBron, mouse
1: ears over his ears so he yeah. <laughs> like,
0: got the two caps just like <laughs> muffling out all sounds or like um, leia ears princess
1: leia like yeah the <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Like as far as LeBron's culpability in that and uh, like yeah, he wanted it. Does that mean that I think that the Lakers should like punt basically two seasons because he helped talk them into a bad deal and deserves it? Like that's It's ridiculous. ridiculous.
1: Well, yeah. That's the part of this that I wanted to go to next, and like yeah,
0: like does do I have like a tremendous amount of sympathy for LeBron? You no, know, he's not a sympathetic signed... figure. Yeah, exactly. Not. Like having signed the extension that makes it so that he can't leave and so that he can't put any real leverage on the Lakers beyond like making fun of them in the media, um, you know, and yeah. you know d- that he argued for the rest trade. like, I'm not sitting here like crying tears for LeBron or anything like that. But it's just like the idea that the Lakers as a franchise right now are better off off for just being that's that's we're just wild we're just gonna rub his nose in it you know and like you know he he just doesn't deserve a competitive team and so once he's eaten his vegetables and you know the rest contract expires we'll give it we'll you know sign Kyrie Irving
1: but like I I do want to like there is look I'm just gonna say it there are racial undertones to like to the people who are like LeBron forced all this stuff like he did. He, he has upended the power structure structure in the NBA and he has taken the, the, the culture in the NBA um, and in professional sports to a place where I think a lot of people are not comfortable where, you know, there was a, a type of person, a person who looked a certain way in power before. Um, and, and then the players assumed power. and I think rightfully assumed power uh, over their careers and over some of how the the league has looked to this point, and and I think there are people who are uncomfortable with that, and I think you know I think that's a big part of this. When whenever I hear like LeBron deserves this, it, it does set off kind of a red flag in the back of my head. I do kind of look at it and like, would you say why why does somebody deserve to have a team quit on that player when that player brought a championship? to that team. Like why, and, also, and like, it would just, why it would, would be anybody r- r- real, real quick? Why would anybody argue on behalf of the people who don't want to make the team that they root for competitive? Like, why is that a thing? Why is anybody sitting there right now angry at anybody who points out to the, La- that, that the Lakers could be better this year, could viably compete for a championship this year. Why are those people who were pointing that out? The bad guys instead of the people Who are refusing to make the team (laughs) competitive? That's so weird to me.
0: And it would be it would be one thing if LeBron sucked and just like clearly was not worth building around anymore. And like there are legitimate arguments to be made that LeBron, you know, do you want to build around him for the next three years? Like we don't we don't know because at any point you know this could for all the jokes about he's going to play till he's fifty seven. Like at some point he's probably going to start to show some slippage. We saw it at the beginning of the year investing in this era like these are all legitimate questions and you know like things that the team has to weigh and clearly are weighing but it's just to me the positives so clearly outweigh the benefits of like you don't want to have this re- for a team that has always made its reputation on, you know, partnering with stars, getting it like helping stars, got LeBron because they treated Kobe so well as he yeah. declined and things like that, you know, in large part. You know, that was why he wanted to, uh, you know, have them be the caretaker, have Kobe's agent be the caretaker of his legacy, you know, seeing how mm-hmm. the Lakers sort of did all that stuff. You know, it's just the idea that they're going to be better off for, you know, pissing off other stars around the league and, you know, like that they're going to use these 2027 and 2029 picks like super well, you know, down the line in a move, like, you know, maybe they will, maybe they're going to save them till the LeBron era is over and use them to trade for Luca, you know, along with the 2032 pick and the, you know, the, however many else. And, yeah. you know, there are arguments to be made around that, that maybe you want to use those picks in a later move, or you want to just save them because it's not about, you know, this summer or right now, you've just decided that this era is over and, you know, you want to save them for that next star trade but that's like a lot of ifs that's a lot of down the line and i have a hard time believing that this franchise is going to have a better opportunity you know in 2027 necessarily than they sort of do right now with the with two stars of this caliber
1: yeah maybe it'll be la- an
0: equal or close opportunity but i kind of doubt it and like no. we'll see you know and not if you piss off lebron on the way out
1: um the last part of this is the notion of like real lakerdom Right. Which I find super weird that LeBron, LeBron, because he played for Cleveland, because he played for Miami, I think really importantly, because he passed up Kobe while Kobe was still really good. Um, like Lakers fans don't have that kind of love for LeBron. And I think I think uh, Keyshawn Johnson on his show with uh, Max. Why am I blanking on his name? Max is a like Keyshawn, Max and Jay on their show. Um, Keyshawn kind of summed this up, I thought.
0: The people in L.A. are just like, okay, cool. And most of the points didn't come yeah. with the Lakers. Excuse me? Most of the points didn't come with the Lakers. Oh, no, that's they the, did that's not. The, that's the big like, You know, he's not. He's not a – he's a Laker, but he's not a homegrown Whoops. Laker. And you say, well, Kareem wasn't a homegrown Laker. Yeah, Kareem played 20 years with the Lakers, man. Shaq <laughs> too. Shaq <laughs> yeah, one, they, three. they that Those are kind of like homegrown guys. Yep. But see, it, it's – This is more like, Jay, they, they consider LeBron here as a rental. Yeah, we just wait and We keep renewing the.
1: And that's weird to me, man. Like it, it that's an LA that, based that show, is, by the way.
0: It, that's yeah, an. No, uh, <laughs> it, it's a real thing. Um, Kareem played fourteen seasons with the Lakers. Just wanna I was like, he played twenty years with the Lakers. I had to like, I had to look that up. I was like, damn, I knew he played. Well, like Kareem a played long twenty time, total, but, I
1: think. Like, I think yeah, he think he played twenty uh, total. Yeah, he played 20 six total. with Milwaukee. Played,
0: yeah, six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the part of it that's like you know. That the Lakers have never had mercenaries before. Like, yeah, you know, Kobe and Magic, homegrown, drafted, stayed their whole careers, whatever. That's been sort of the outlier, rather. I guess Jerry West uh, can fall yeah. into that bucket. George Mikan, but I can't imagine that many of the people that are arguing for this uh, watch like George, <laughs> George Mikan's career and are basing it on that. Like, this the is the like Lakers they're, have never they're arguing had...
1: while they're doing the Mikan drill. Like, they're just. <laughs> yeah.
0: but the Lakers have never had mercenaries before, you know, yeah. is just not true. You know, Shaq, Kareem. Um, like these guys that have, you know, massive portions of their careers and their successful years, Kareem won a title before coming to the Lakers. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I think Shaq didn't, but he was close. He took a team to the finals and then he won titles with, uh, or he won a title with, uh, another mm-hmm. team with the heat, you know, like, and uh, we don't appreciate Shaq. Like,
1: yeah, I, Shaq has a statue. Um, like I, I look at it, I think Kareem has a statue and he started his career in Milwaukee. Like I,
0: yeah. it's just Kareem really is like the, the 14 years, you know, that that's a long time. So yeah, I can see why that's like, that's different than LeBron. I'm not arguing that it's the same exact thing mm-hmm. as LeBron. You know, he is clearly an outlier, but you know, the Lakers have had guys that have played before and after that were really good, that were driving forces of titles and that the team certainly tried to build around for a long time.
1: Well, the part of it that I find weird, though, is that like LeBron literally extended and is getting criticized for extending with the Lakers and is seen as a mercenary with the Lakers. Like I, that yeah. seems really weird to me, and and like he's been too um, loyal
0: and not loyal enough at the same time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's wild. I don't. Like, it's, it's crazy to for see longer these...
0: Anthony. That's the problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy to see that the goalposts just like slide all over the damn place and split and turn upside down. Like I, I just. um it just feels just, like people really keep quick, on me. Making- I wanted
0: to point this out for context. Like by the time yeah. that this extension is over, LeBron will have played or LeBron already has played more seasons in LA than he did in Miami. And mm-hmm. by the time this extension is over, if he plays it out, it will be almost equal to the amount of seasons that he spent in Cleveland. He spent 11 years total in Cleveland. He spent five years so far in LA. If he plays out three more years with the Lakers, you know, that'll be eight seasons. That's like and, almost as long as he spent in Cleveland and that's his will- hometown. He went there twice.
1: And, and and by the way, it that's if he just plays to the end of this extension, if the Lakers are in a position to draft Bronny and he plays another year there too, like then then the math is even more different. Like I,
0: I just the the whole like true Laker dumb stuff like it's it's I I just feel it really weird you know and and I get why fans don't feel the same connection to LeBron like I don't want to act like I have no idea where this is coming from I totally understand this guy was a legend he would have if he would have retired instead of going to the Lakers he would have been a first ballot hall of famer you know this has done nothing but continue to augment his already existing kind of possible goat conversation legacy um so I get why like he had already had an entire basketball life it's different than the other guys that we're mentioning here but you know he it. Like he won you a title. I know that,
1: like, he could you know, win them more, Harrison. That, that the like, Lakers, if,
0: if well, if, if,
1: if well, uh, well, let's say, because I think the league right now is wide open, right? I just saw still the Warriors get Steph they back and
0: get quite to that level as you are, but I still think it's worth trying.
1: Well, but like, let's, but let's just, let's play this out though. Like, let's say the Lakers do recommit to winning to, 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 or actually commit to, to winning this year, right? We just saw Golden State get Steph back at home, get run off the court by Phoenix last night. At all, you know, uh, fake comeback non- uh, notwithstanding.
0: Yeah, we, well, we the see have like limited windows.
1: We we see we see like we see out east like that. That's gonna be a bloodbath. Like whatever team comes out of the east is not gonna be whole. They're gonna be exhausted. Who comes out? Whoever comes out of the east, the West, like the the team that I trust the most is Denver, and like. Denver doesn't feel like some juggernaut, at least not right now, you You know, know?
0: like we, we saw in the bubble, you know, AD versus Jokic. Like we kind of know how that goes. Yeah. It matters if AD is healthy, which is a big if admittedly. Yeah. Um, But you know, that's not a team that I like tremendously fear. You know, necessarily, or like think it's like unbeatable in some way. I guess, is
1: but fair. I guess the reason I'm saying all of this, and yeah, like I, I do, would I bet on this actually coming out. I have to check the odds first. But like, would I, would I, would I bet on it? Probably I'm not. I'm gonna go ahead
0: and say no. I would not. I don't. I, I probably would are. not bet I'm on. it. Gonna, I'm gonna um, say no. Thank you. <laughs> um, but like, if but go to but, DraftKings sports books if you want to.
1: But if 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 it plays out in a way where LeBron, who by the way, again like the 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 criticism of LeBron is that he came to the Lakers um for non basketball reasons but still legitimized the organization when he showed up and put them in a position to win a championship right
0: so like i wish that lebron or i wish that i could be as successful in my secondary motivations as lebron like he, he, the championship yeah. was his side quest you know he was just right. he was just getting some platinum trophies you know along the way like but like i i look at i look so if
1: if this guy who chose to come to the Lakers and got criticized for coming to the Lakers, extends with the Lakers and gets criticized for the Lakers. And if he wins the Lakers, their 18th championship, if that guy isn't a true Laker to these people, then I don't know what a true Laker would even be. And secondly, given the way that the Lakers uh, clearly want to build here moving forward, there is no Kobe coming. They aren't going to, they aren't patient enough to draft, to be bad enough to draft Kobe and then also developed the next Kobe. Like, that's not something that they seem willing or capable of doing. So, like, get used to this notion of like not a true Lakers stuff because, like, the it, it, there is there is the Stephs, the Kobe's, the Magic's. Maybe Giannis is the last one. May, nobody thinks Luka's going to stay in, in Dallas. Like, it, like this is, this no, is a, this, a Laker either. I think Miami,
0: the Los Angeles, Lucas, you know, get that started.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> Luke Walton comes back to coach. Um, oh, please. No, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think like this being one of the undertones to Lakers fans talking about this,
0: it seems really weird to me that like. You're willing to, to be put, fair I think that is a vocal minority. I do not think that is the majority of Lakers fans
1: No I, and Twitter isn't the real place yeah. either. so like it like I, I think that you know the people who are saying that on Twitter um, like I think Keyshawn's little spiel there it is is not something that is represented by most people. And I think at the end of the day, I don't it, it, it seems stupid to say this after 50 minutes of, of this conversation, but I don't care. I don't care who was responsible. I don't care who made what mistake and who did what and who was responsible. I don't give a fuck. Just get better. Like that, that that's all that should matter here. And that's thats the frustration that I have here with, with the, the Lakers front office's present stance of like reminding every, everybody at every turn who was responsible for what. I don't care. Just fix it. Just like, it's like if, if when I go to the mechanic, you know, and, and I, you know, my car blows a gasket I'm not going to go there and say, like, all right, which gasket is responsible for this? I need to know before I get this thing fixed. No, that's not how this works. Of <laughs> What are we doing? Just fix the thing. Compete this year. Like, you're not going to have this chance for a long time. You may as well maximize it.
0: Two out of ten analogy. I'm not giving you that. That was not that great of an analogy. I,
1: I, 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 I got me caught me up 10. in the air. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not going gonna... okay. <laughs> to.
0: Yeah, you, jumped, like, actually, you weren't sure who you're passing to. It was just.
1: <laughs> well, Jen's car Great literally wouldn't...
0: overall lost some points for the analogy. That was <laughs> that was it was it was shaping up. we were gonna cut some like I was gonna have Mia cut some inspirational music <laughs> to go behind it. You know, like maybe like the horse. Mia's Archie gonna do the horse something. thing. He's you like know, the
1: beginning like, part of the speech was the beautiful horse. The end yeah. of it was that stupid analogy. Exactly.
0: There you go. It's the it's the bad <laughs> like it's the bad meme horse. That was you you're like you started so well. I was ready to put your like your Laker riot face paint back on you, Photoshop yeah. it back on. You know, put the American flag the behind me. Yes, <laughs> the American flag, but in purple and gold. You know, it was just. It was you, you were ready.
1: Yeah. I, was, yeah, I was. I
0: was. I was ready to storm the gates of moneylaundering.com right dot com arena with you. And then, <laughs> and then the analogy was just saying, eh, you know. It was two out of three. Um, well.
1: I have a quick minute here to do the misfortune of the week. If you, uh, if you have, unless you have anything else to add to the LeBron conversation,
0: no, I, I think uh, you know, God forbid, I think we touched on all of it. I, I did not expect to, you know, I, I, wasn't ready for this conversation today, but I'm glad we had it. I, I feel like <laughs> you, you heard my feelings, and I feel a lot better.
1: Um, well, my misfortune of the week was was going to be something different, but it, uh, it is that analogy just falling as flat as it did. The, the thing is, like, car troubles was on my mind because Jen's car didn't start yesterday, and it was uh. the battery. So I was like, I don't care if it was the plus plug or the minus plug. I don't care. Like, just fix it. I, like, <laughs> We'll, we'll yeah, come see, to that if later. I'm, but... If I'm
0: breaking down your analogy, like, I think it would have been, like, you know, like, it, 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 when you walk into the room and you see that butt cream is sprayed all over the bathroom and Avery's <laughs> pointing at Miles, it's like, Avery, I don't care who did it. Like yeah. we need to we need to clean this up. Like it's And also
1: not- Miles might be a ninja because at 3 months old he got he got butt cream on the ceiling. Like I don't Yeah. 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 Um all right, but my actual misfortune of the week. Actually, you were there for. Um we had our weekly
0: <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> okay, yeah. Go
1: ahead. <laughs> we had our weekly uh we had our weekly NBA uh team site manager meeting. And, um, you know, already I was running late for it because Miles wouldn't take his nap. And then I put him down and mid, uh, mid-conversation, mid actually, between you and me, I had a runoff camera. I was giving um, Anthony
0: tips on what I thought he could do better on the pod, and he literally just yeah. left the room and it was the most disrespectful thing i that's my misfortune of the week i, I just completely got disrespected in front of my two direct reports by yeah. you just why how am i supposed to give them feedback when you just get up in the middle of it and
1: oh i'm not your direct well, report so like if you have notes i don't care um <laughs> so uh yeah so the uh we're, we're we're I had to go and grab Miles, and Miles was then going to have to sit Miles, in your on son, our meeting. Not
0: Miles Turner, like you didn't have to yeah. go. like Miles Turner was not sitting in on our meeting.
1: Oh, he was. No, he yeah, was. Just, he was just it, off just camera. his namesake, Miles yeah. Turner Irwin. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually Miles Turner. Buddy Healed Irwin is the is the full name. <laughs> just a lot um, of dashes. <laughs> but so. Yeah, Miles is sitting here and and was super cute for most of it. Like, he, yeah. he actually kind of, like, cracked a smile every so often. And then at one point, uh, Paul, uh, who Paul Hudrick of Liberty Ballers, says, Hey, I don't know. I've never seen or met your wife, obviously. But, man, your son looks just like you. And uh,
0: and then myself, Brady, we all started yeah, chiming in. We're all, like, yeah, you know, he's like, agreed. yeah, he, he, yeah, he looks a lot like you, you know.
1: Yeah, and so he uh, at right after your guys's agreement, he makes a face, he's just like, and he just lost it, yeah, absolutely lost it,
0: beside him, himself, hysterical crying. And Anthony had to take this the- child out of the room. He was so owned by us it compare- <laughs> saying that he looked like Anthony. So I'm,
1: I'm <laughs> he's so ugly. And my son looked up at me and was like, "Oh, that's that's what that's what's in my future." Um so that's my misfortune of the week. That's that was that was my, incredible.
0: So my uh my misfortune of the week is that I uh I, my coworker admitted that I called their son ugly on a work call. So I'm going <laughs> to
1: You guys were were were, were, to be were quick clear, to claim that it do was not, a compliment. I said, "Yes, I meant yeah. it as
0: a compliment. He looked like a shrunk down cute version of you, you know, like baby <laughs> Anthony. Like, you know, if they were doing Mandalorian, like uh yeah. But,
1: but he didn't seem to take it that way. He,
0: you it's, know, he didn't take it. It's okay. He'll, he'll grow into his head <laughs> at some point. Probably. Maybe.
1: Probably not. I still haven't. <laughs> All right. That is going to do it here for this episode of the I loathe basketball podcast. Um, Lakers don't play for a little while still. So the next time you guys hear from us, will it be, will either be the lowdown or the Lakers lounge. I'm going to do the same thing we did last week where I'm going to send out that link you guys can come in here and chime in with whatever thoughts you have on on uh, whatever topic or questions or whatever. That'll be tomorrow night, uh, same yes. time Silver as usual. Silver screen
0: and roll commenters, this is your chance to push yeah. back on Anthony. Come, come yell at me. Okay? Yeah, come come in there. I don't. I, I'm giving you permission. Use whatever language you want. Just yell <laughs> at him, and uh, he'll just edit it out if it's really bad. But,
1: I, yeah, I I don't read the comments, so if you guys have actual comments. <laughs>
0: You guys can come stop in here. That's a lie too, because you did. You sent me multiple <laughs> yesterday. That is a lie. You were trying to sound more confident. I was so. Are. I was You're so like, weird. oh, they're so upset with me.
1: Yeah, I I was popular at one point this year, and then like at some point it turned. I don't know what happened. It, um,
0: it, it, yours it never lasts with you for long. With you. No,
1: no. This this show probably won't help either. Um. All yeah, right. I mean. <laughs> that is actually going to do it. I'm Anthony Irwin. That was Harrison Fagan, and this was I Love Basketball.